From the School of Education at the University of Wisconsin-Platteville, this is the Proud Rural Teacher Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica Brogley. Support for this podcast comes from the Rural Schools Collaborative, a national nonprofit committed to strengthening the bonds between schools and communities. Funding is part of the collaborative's I Am a Rural Teacher campaign. You can learn more about RSC online at ruralschoolscollaborative.org. This episode of the Proud Rural Teacher podcast is brought to you by Soundtrap for Education. Soundtrap for Education is a cloud-based sound recording tool that allows for easy capture, editing, and collaboration. Soundtrap for Education is the preferred audio recording tool of the Proud Rural Teacher Podcast. Find out more about Soundtrap for Education at soundtrap.com forward slash edu. Today I'm speaking with Terry Anderson, first grade teacher at Tower Rock Elementary School in the Sauk Prairie School District in Wisconsin. With just 220 students, Tower Rock has served a rural farming community and agriculture continues to be a part of the fabric of this school. Today, Terry is going to share with you lots of examples of how educators at Tower Rock Elementary School provide hands-on interdisciplinary learning through relevant lenses like agriculture and local geography with consistent and deep connection to their community. Their work truly exemplifies what it means to provide place-based education. So as you're listening today, be thinking of how you might be able to apply this type of learning in your classroom. Uh, Let's learn a little bit about you first. Who are you and where do you work? So my name is Carrie Anderson. I teach first grade at Tower Rock Elementary School, which is part of the Sauk Prairie School District. Uh, And talk to me about your school. Uh, Where geographically is it located and what makes Tower Rock Elementary unique? Yeah, so um, Tower Rock is a rural school of Sockbury schools. And so we are west of Madison, about half an hour, 45 minutes. And so um, our building is 4K through fifth grade. And we were actually two buildings before. We had two rural schools. So Tower Rock was third through fifth grade, and then Blackhawk School was actually 4K through second grade. And so, oh, let's see, I think 2015 is when we consolidated, and so now we are 4K through fifth grade. When we came together, we decided um, that we want some different things to focus on. And one of the things that we wanted to focus on is agriculture. And so... Um, that's one thing that makes our building unique. And then another reason that kind of goes along with that agriculture is, um, and what I feel like is great about Tower Rock is that we have um, people with all kinds of backgrounds, but yet we all have something unique to add towards agriculture. That's one reason why I really enjoy um, working here. And um, I actually went to school in Sockbury Schools um, growing up. And so I went to Tower Rock and Black Hawk. And so it's great to be back here. And you have an agricultural background, I believe, correct? Yes, yes. I did grow up on a farm. We had pigs and beef cows and chickens as well. So we kind of had a bunch of things. And then I actually went to UW Platteville at first for animal science. Once I started looking into careers that I wanted to do, that I could do in agriculture. There just wasn't anything that was really calling to me. And so 
education stuck out to me more. And so I think it's great now that um, I'm at Tower Rock where I can teach as well as incorporate that that agriculture in different ways. When we spoke earlier, I was intrigued at the level of interdisciplinary learning going on in your classroom. Do you think you could give me an overview of some of the themes? Yeah. So uh, at first grade, we do thematic teaching. And actually, first and second grade both do this kind of teaching. Um, so, so then some of the themes that we do throughout the year um, are insects and butterflies, MAPS is another unit, um, forests, prairies, and farmland are all part of the land around us theme. We also do an Arctic, Antarctic theme. Um, we have classic stories. We are doing an American Symbols theme right now, and then coming up we'll do Pioneers. Uh, we focus on plants and rocks and then life cycles, and then within life cycles, we talk about um, the frog life cycle, and then we incorporate the chicken life cycle. So that's one way, another way we try to get agriculture in there. Um, but then within each theme, we try to incorporate that theme throughout our whole day and in different subjects. And so we actually um, have discovery centers in the morning. It's like a soft start to the day, but we give the children different choices, different choices of centers that they could do. And then those centers are focused on the theme. But then we have journals. That would be our science and social studies part of the day. And I actually got this idea from a colleague, Joanna Sorg. And now I'm actually working with another first grade teacher, Liz Markley. And, you know, telling her about the idea at the beginning of the year. And even before that, we were kind of talking about that. Um, she was really excited about it. And now that we're doing the, the journals throughout the year, she, you know, just loves it. And um, the kids are really enjoying it, too. Then we see kids start making connections um, mm -hmm. between the subjects. And then also we see them making connections from one theme to another. We also try to incorporate it during our, the theme during our math time, especially when we're doing story problems. We'll have the story mm -hmm. problems related to the theme. And then we also do shared reading. And so whatever our, our theme is, then we'll pick books that we do during shared reading. And then we'll incorporate different reading lessons with that. But then that'll be really related to the theme. Um, and then we also, during our small group time, We'll have we'll pick books that are re related to the theme as well. So, you know, as they're reading at their level, as they're working on sight words, as they're doing phonics, they're also making that connection with whatever word we're doing for the day or whatever our theme is. But then they're just learning about it, I guess, in different ways. Another thing that we do with our theme is uh, Friday project time. And this incorporates some artwork. And so that will be related to the theme as well. So yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to teach this way, but don't get me wrong, it is a lot of work as well too. As I was thinking of that as you <laughs> saw, I'm like, wow, sounds like a lot of planning on your part and your colleagues. Um, uh, I'm sure you employ a, a team mentality with this, but it, no doubt it, it has to take some time, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. And you are definitely right. It does um, take a team to do this, and so when I um, got a new teaching partner for first grade. I was really excited that she 
wanted to do this kind of teaching too, because it does take a lot of work and um, we just build on it every year and tweaking things and making things better every year as well too. So let's talk about one theme in particular. I believe you called it farmland. Let's dive into that unit. Yeah, so we call it some different things. It can be farmland, it can be ag land. Um, we incorporate it with, at least this year, we incorporated, incorporated it with our harvest. Kind of going back to that planning piece that we were talking about, when we plan a unit, we start talk, or we think about the journal words that we want to incorporate first. Everything kind of wraps around that. So our journal words were, let's see, fertile soil was our first one. We talked about harvest, grain, um, products, combine, agriculture jobs, and then goods and producers and consumers. So those are the words that we had. And then for our discovery centers, for the sensory table or sensory bins, we had corn in there. So the kids just got to play with corn. We had different tools in there that they could they, they could use with the corn. Then we also have a center called Write the Room. And those are all the journal words that we're working on, but sometimes we incorporate more things in there. And then we'll just put those words all around the room. And then if they pick that center or whenever they pick that center, then they have their, their paper where they're trying to go around and find, find the picture that matches. And then they write that word on, the, on their paper. So then we also had a math center where they had to guess the number of corn kernels so they could take a handful and then see if they could guess and then count. Uh, let's see, we also had a Thanksgiving Day number bump that went with the math center. And then pre-COVID, we always had a dramatic play center. And I feel like that's really where the scene can come alive. But unfortunately, we just can't have that this year. So if we would have done a dramatic play center for the farmland or ag land theme, we would have had a farmer's market. But then we also, let's see, our shared reading books, we read Little Red Hen. And they had a lot of fun with that because then our culminating activity, besides just doing that Friday project time, we made bread with the kids. And mm -hmm. so they got this, they got to see me mix it and use the yeast. And then I um, broke the bread apart and then they each got to knead their own. And then we baked it at school and we, you know, had butter and I brought some homemade jam from home too. So they really enjoyed that. Yeah, and so we had some other books, too, that went along with it. Um, there is a book through a Farm Bureau called At This Very Minute, and so we read that book during our shared reading time. And then our Friday project, on top of all that, was we did Painted Pumpkins. Yeah, and so it's just, it's a lot of fun. And, and in the past, too, we try to incorporate some field trips. It's easier with some themes, and we don't do it for all the themes, but in the past, we have gone to a farm, and then we actually saw a combine in action, and then we picked some of the, the corn cobs, and then they were able to shell the corn themselves too. We also went then to another farm, and that farmer had some older equipment, so then we could compare it to what the combine does now compared to what you know it used to be like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that, that went into that theme. So that's a, a fun theme to, to teach. The whole unit is such a great example. We, you know, we talk a lot about getting kids to use academic vocabulary in the right context. And mm -hmm. this type of thinking, uh, you, your 
your project is such a, a fine example of, of that in action. I was just going to say that the journals, when we start with that, we're really trying to build that background knowledge. So then when we do go on the field trips or we do the shared reading books, they already have that. Um, and then they can use some of that academic vocabulary. And then the journals are also writing about whatever we discuss that day or whatever video we watch for that day. And so then they're also practicing putting some of that academic vocabulary in their writing too. So yeah, it does take a lot of practice for them to be using those words and understanding those words. Uh, and the, the other piece that I am fascinated with is that you're really showing appreciation or respect for the location in which you live. Um, if I'm correct, mm -hmm. your area is kind of out in the country, surrounded by some farm fields and geographically speaking, it's by prairies and, and woodlands, et cetera. Am, am I correct in thinking that? Yes, yes, you are absolutely correct. Um, we, yeah, we are definitely right next to some farmland. So in the, the fall time, during the harvest time, you know, we're, we see tractors out there and they enjoy seeing that. And sometimes we just have to let them look at it quick and then say, okay, let's get back to our work. <laughs> and then in the springtime, we also see them planting. So yes, we have lots of farmland around us. Um, our, our building or our school is called Tower Rock for a reason. We actually have a big rock behind our, our school. And so that's where Tower Rock came from. And then we do have prairies around as well. And that was one of our field trips too. You reminded me about that. We went to a, a park or nature conservancy. I can't remember quite sure, but we went on a hike and, you know, we had to go through woods and then we get to the top of the hill and then all of a sudden there's a prairie there. So then we could connect that to what we were learning about. So yeah, that's mm -hmm. definitely all around us. So I think you also stretch the concept of integrated agricultural education throughout your whole building by hosting a day called Ag Day. Tell me about that. So what we do is we have different stations and different speakers that come in and we're trying to have the kids see that yes, agriculture is, you know, you can make connections in your classroom here and there. Agriculture is around us, but then there's so much more to agriculture than what we just see. And mm -hmm. so we have stations throughout the day and then we have different people that come from the community. We've had different businesses come from the community, but then we've, we've also had fifth graders teach some stations that know some stuff about agriculture or have some connections to agriculture. And then we also have some staff members who are experts in different areas that have, have taught different stations as well. So we've done things like McFarland's has come with their equipment and just to show that, yes, there's farms out there and stuff, but then people need to sell them equipment. So that's part of agriculture too. Uh, let's see, we've had somebody who raises or lays eggs and then sells the eggs. So they've come and talked about things. We've had a parent who actually does maple syrup. He came in and explained um, what he does. We actually have a master gardener too that we work with. She has come on Ag Day before and we've planted things with her. But then sometimes she'll also come on a separate day and do things. Um, let's see, we've even had the music teacher's um, father-in-law who has, who's in forestry and came and, and taught about that. Yeah, we've even had somebody come in and talk about barn quilts, that even that aesthetic piece to agriculture is part of that too. We've had a, a large animal vet come in and talk about what she does. 
Uh, let's see, we've had another parent who came in and talked about horses. We've had somebody come in and talk about um, bees and making honey. We even had our food person at the high school come and talk about Wisconsin snacks. So yeah, we've had a lot of different variety just to show the kids that, you know, agriculture is all around you and it's connected in so many different ways. It's a great example of showing the diversity of agriculture, but then also that your community is deeply rooted in agriculture. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about other agricultural activities that happen across the grade level. What are some examples other grade levels are doing? Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot that goes on in our elementary building. Um, some things are done just once, and then other, thing, other things have developed where we continually do them every year, every few years. And so one project that has been done in the past is composting. Another um, project is paper recycling. And that's where the fifth grade has collected paper that can be recycled. They'll collect it in big bins and then they'll take it over to the neighbor's farm. And the neighbor had a big shredder where he could shred it and then use it for bedding for the cows. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, another thing that we've done in the past is first and fourth grade had a harvest fest. And so we had different stations. We had speakers that came in. And then I guess talking about speakers too, we've had different speakers throughout the year. Um, one specific one is where they came and talked about goats. Uh, let's see. We've also had somebody come in, an outside group, and they helped us plant a pollinator garden. And then let's see, Kelly Petrowski, our principal, was working with uh, or had a local artist come in. And we have a big painting now that's outside of the kindergarten rooms, and it just represents who we are as a school. Nice. And let's see, we've also had um, the SOAR, our after-school program, do a chicken art project. So now those chickens are hanging in the hallway <laughs> that lead out to our chicken coop. And so we, um, those are the things that have been done in the past that we don't do anymore. But then some of those continual events are we have uh, raised gar garden beds. We applied for a grant and was granted some money so we could purchase those when we combined um, Black Hawk and Tower Rock. And so we've had those for a while and they've had different plants and vegetables and flowers um, in them over the years. And so our master gardener now does help us with that, planting those and then keeping those well managed and stuff too. And let's see, we also have tower gardens. Fourth grade is usually in charge of tower gardens, but sometimes other grades will also be in charge of them. And let's see, so second grade has done hooked on fishing. That's usually an annual thing. Very cool. Um, yeah, and second grade has also walked to the neighbor's farm and just learned about what they do on their farm. And then we've also hatched chicks. I've hatched some in my room, and I know other rooms have hatched chicks as well. And sometimes those chicks will stay here at our chicken coop. Most of the time they will go to a, a family. And so we've just had a lot of different things over the years. So so I also believe you have some residents there, uh, maybe not right now, but in the past you've had chickens at the school. Is that correct? Yes, we have um, definitely had chickens before. So yeah, not this year, but previous to that, um, we do have chickens that stay at our school throughout the year. And so we had a coop that was donated to our building and that is in the back of our building. And it's a permanent residence where we have electricity that um, is connected to it. So the chickens are able to stay here throughout the winter, but then they do go to a summer home 
for the summer, and that changes every year. We've had um, a couple different families who have taken care of them throughout the summer. And then sometimes those chickens will stay with those families, but then sometimes we'll have them come back. We have usually one grade level that's in charge of the chickens where they will make sure that we have enough feed, we have the, the shavings, that things are working in the coop, that somebody's cleaning it out. But then, um, but then those jobs of actually taking care of the chickens throughout the year, though, that, that daily job of doing the chores is divided among the school. We do have a sign-up sheet, and so different grade levels, different classrooms can sign up for however long they want to take care of it, and then they set it up however they feel best for their classroom. Yeah, so basically every grade has helped take care of the chickens throughout the year. And then um, beyond that, third grade actually incorporates the chickens into their one of their first units that they do with habitats. And then <laughs> something else that we um, that we've continued to do is we do have an ag room. And so that ag room is used differently this year um, with everything that's going on. But what we've done before, and we'll, we want to continue with this as well, but we have play themes within there. And so the room can be used, you know, by any teacher whenever, you know, they can sign up for it. They might be doing a special project in there or like a specific project where they need more room or they need um, some more things set up. Um, but then we'll also have themes in there, play themes. So the one year we had um, a forest play scene. And so we had a dramatic play center where there was logs and sticks and um, trees, tree stumps um, where they could build with. And then we had an art center where they could do leaf rubbings. So it kind of went along with like the discovery centers I do in my room or in first grade and second grade. But then we just had it in the ag room where then anybody could come and use it as well. Um, so we've had forest theme before. We had a farm to table theme. Um, we've had a large animal vet theme. The FFA alumni group in Sauk Prairie uh, actually donated money so that we could buy some bigger stuffed animals that actually stand up. So we have a, a sheep, a cow, a pig, and a horse. And the kids nice. just love that. <laughs> um, and so then we've also had a farm team in there and a flower shop team in there. So, yeah. And so we want to expand that and do some other scenes. That's amazing. Just to have that flex mm -hmm. space that it, it's, yeah. uh, that egg agricultural kind of lens to it. It's, mm -hmm. it's great. Wasn't that amazing. I don't even know if I could total up the number of ideas that Terry just left you with. Whether it be for your own classroom or for part of a building-wide initiative, there's no doubt the staff at Tower Rock Elementary School and the Sauk Prairie School District just left you with some great inspiration. Many thanks go out to Terry Anderson for her commitment and attentiveness to getting this interview just right. And of course, to the staff at Tower Rock Elementary for your dedication in providing thematic and interdisciplinary learning for your students. It's certainly part of place-based education in the Driftless.
If you'd like to learn more about Tower Rock Elementary, please take a look at our show notes. There I'll leave for you resources and links to various materials for you to be able to learn further about their work and get started with your own goals and initiatives. The Proud Rural Teacher Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Jessica Brogley, with the School of Education at the University of Wisconsin-Platteville. The theme music was created by undergraduate and secondary English education major, Simon Yan. Our commercials were recorded by the recently graduated and future science teacher, Max Romelt, and the undergraduate STEM education major, Maddie Lund. Be sure to subscribe to the PRT podcast and visit us online at proudruralteacherpodcast.com. If you have an episode suggestion or feedback, please leave us a speak pipe message on our website. We want to hear your stories. Thanks for listening.